Hey guys, it's Honey. Welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. Welcome. All right, first I want to tell you that this is an adult-only content uh, podcast. If you are not 18 or above, please do not listen any further. Bye-bye. Come back when you're 18. <laughs> also, you can reach me at honeyshive62 at gmail.com. Honeyshive62 at gmail.com. Please send me anything you like. Pictures, say hello, write me a letter, write me a book. Whatever you want, I will always reply. And it's honey, H-U-N-N-Y. Honeyshive62, gmail.com. All right, guys. So I had asked my boyfriend and I asked uh, viewers what I should talk about today. And my boyfriend had suggested something non-sexual. And I, I thought, hey, you know, that would be, be kind of interesting. Okay. That would throw everybody for a loop since I always talk about sex. And I asked my viewers, and they were like, yeah, that would be kind of cool. How about you talk about a recent hobby? And I'm like, oh, who has time for hobbies? Um, and then they said, well, what about maybe something that has uh, caught your interest lately? Like, okay, all right. Ah, how about true crime? I could do true crime. I've been interested in that lately. But then... I started doing my schoolwork. Well, and first we had a pretty interesting conversation on um, my cam this morning. And then I started uh, doing some schoolwork. And I'm currently on masturbation. And the female masturbation, which is what prompted me to do the G-spot last week. And so I'm continuing the masturbation series and or curriculum, whatever, module. And I started thinking about what we were talking about on the podcast. And I decided, I mean, I just feel like talking about it. I just feel like talking about it. And this is, this is a topic that I have touched on before, but I really think it's worthy of talking about again. And it does have to do with sex. So I'm sorry, everybody who suggested I do a non-sexual podcast episode. I don't want to. I will. I will. And it's going to be on true crime. But it's not today. I want to talk about this. And this topic is about one, one partner in a relationship losing their sexual desire. Um, just cutting the other person off. I talked to somebody last night and this came up. And then I talked to somebody on my cam today and it came up again. So, I mean, I feel like if it came up twice, it in less than 24 hours, I need to talk about it. Because these were pretty in-depth conversations with viewers about this topic. So, and and they were both male so it was from a male perspective. And the truth is that if we, if, if we look at, you know, life and everything we hear and everything we live and experience, it is a predominantly female issue to decide in a relationship that they no longer want sex. 
Um, I mean, I think we can all, you know, agree that that happens with a lot of women. When it when it does happen, it is highly on the woman's side. Is it always? No, of course not. But in my experience with talking to people, and yes, I talk to predominantly men, but I'm not just talking about my viewers. I'm also talking about my life in general. I'm 60 years old. I have come into contact with quite a few people in my lifetime. And predominantly, this is a female uh, problem. And so so the, the men I talked to last night and today, the topic, because like I said, we've talked about this a lot, um, about sex leaving a relationship. But something that was sort of drove home from my conversation from last night was when sex just stops and the partner doesn't feel it's necessary to talk to the other partner and tell them, hey, you know, I'm I'm no longer interested in having sex. And, you know, how do you feel about that? Um, and it, that just doesn't seem to happen. They just stop doing it. And, and usually if you think about it and you're honest, it was led up to, it, it, it probably, and, and usually if I can talk to somebody, I can pull it out of them. It probably didn't just come out of the blue. Um, if it comes out of the blue, there may be something else going on, like they're having sex with somebody else. Um, but typically it does not come out of the blue. There's a pattern, and 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 when you have outside eyes looking in and asking the right questions, I think that you tend to find out that there was definitely, it was definitely a journey that led to this. But that doesn't change the fact that she or the partner that decided to stop didn't have a conversation with the other partner, and that's just not right. That's just not right. Why? Does one partner in a relationship get to unilaterally decide, make decisions that affect both partners' lives, especially so intimately? I don't understand that. And I never will understand it. You're never going to convince me. You know what? As a matter of fact, go ahead and convince me. Change my mind. Explain to me in what, under what circumstances it's okay for one partner to freeze out the other one without having a conversation. Just go right ahead. Because there's a lot of people out there who think it's okay to do. And and I know, I know, and I know this from experience, that the person who does the, the cutoff, usually if you press them, what you'll find out is they tried and tried and tried and tried and, um, and this was wrong or that was wrong. And they tried talking to them and they tried doing this and they tried doing that and nothing worked. So eventually they just give up. I mean, you're probably going to hear something like that. There's also cases where, um, and unfortunately there are a lot of these as well, um, 
where something happened in their life, whether it was having kids, uh, a career, um, elderly parents that need care, uh, some sort of life change that took up a lot of their energy. And rather than put any effort into their relationship, they just stopped. And when the partner didn't push back, and maybe they did a little bit, you know, but they never, they never confront them with, with the actual words. They just, maybe they push back, like trying to, trying to initiate sex and it doesn't happen and try to initiate sex and it doesn't happen. And that's all they do. And then eventually they stop trying to initiate sex. And the one who did the cutting off because they're not willing to put in the effort, that person just sort of takes a sigh of relief you know, just whoosh, thank God that's over. Now, you know, he's going to just go the fuck away and stop asking me for sex. And we'll both be happy. We'll both be happy. Well, no, you, you both won't be happy. You'll be happy. And she stays happy until he confronts her. And here's another issue. He should confront her. And that could take 20 years. They could go without sex for 20 years or they could have sex once a year or, you know, or not, whatever. And then when he finally confronts her, it's too freaking late, guys. It's too late. And typically, but, but typically they don't confront. They just end up having affairs because they turn to porn. And I mean, the truth is guys, I mean, let's, let's face it. If you're not getting any affection of any kind at home and you're using porn to supplement, eventually most men are going to crave human contact so bad they're probably going to make a mistake if the opportunity arises. And even if it doesn't arise, uh, they may seek it out. And whether it's dating sites or prostitutes or, you know, whatever the case is, they may seek it out or they'll put themselves in places where the opportunity will be more apt to happen, like going to strip clubs um, or to bars. You know, they're, they're going to do things that will present opportunity and then they're going to end up cheating. And, and then I have a problem with the man, you know, if that's what they do, because you missed a step, <laughs> you missed a step, go talk to her. Yeah, you don't want to talk to her because you know that it's going to end up in divorce. You know, odds are she's going to tell you to go fuck yourself when you say, hey, this isn't right. I need sex. And if you're not going to give it to me, we need to come to an agreement on where I'm getting it. And she's going to say, fuck off. Yeah, you're right. I'm not giving it to you, but you're not getting it anywhere else. You can forget that. And that's not right. But that's usually what happens. And men don't want to go through that. They don't want to go through that because they know that if that happens, they're going to have to make a choice, cheat or leave. And they don't want to be put in that position. They'd rather just not ask, just not talk about it and just go and cheat without her knowledge. I mean, if he, if he has a conversation with her and he cheats, he feels like he's, he's under a microscope, obviously. But if he never has the conversation with her, he may get away with it. And he's going to feel a lot more comfortable doing it. 
than if he had said to her, hey, I'm going to go have sex somewhere, and she shut him down. Well, now, I don't want to go have sex. Now she's looking at me. She already definitely told me not to, and now I'm going to go do it? Yeah. See, that's just old can of worms they don't want to open up. So they don't. They just status quo everything, and they cheat. And so, and now I have a problem with the whole freaking shebang. <laughs> of course, this this is my problem, not their problem. You know, this is a me problem. I get it. It's just how I feel about things. I just hate seeing people so freaking unhappy when there are ways to deal with this. And and the man that I talked to today, he had, you know, I was asking him questions about whether she had cut him off and she hadn't cut him off. Um, and then I asked, well, okay, so if she's still having sex, is there any, is there any passion there? Does she get herself, does she let herself go to the point where she's horny and she's still, you know, having sex because she's actually horny or so you feel passion or, or is it just mechanical? She's just doing it because basically quote unquote, she has to. And he said, yeah, it's just mechanical. She doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to do it. I do it because, you know, I still have desire. And I'm like, yeah, see, and, and, and that is going to eventually go away. He at the moment still desires her. He still gets hard for her, aroused for her. But after he's had sex with a machine for so long, he is going to start resenting that. And then his attraction is going to go away. There are those cases of men who just, like I said, status quo, the whole thing. Hey, she'll have sex with me once a month. Yeah, it's like fucking a sex doll. But, you know, I really don't give a fuck. You know, it is what it is. I'll take it and I'll just keep going on. Okay, fine. That does happen. Not often. Not often. Unfortunately, oh no, not unfortunately. Fortunately, men also get to a point where they have to admit to themselves that they want human um, attraction. They want human attention. You know, they want that um that woman to look at them and 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 that's what ends up happening they end up and they may may not even realize they need it because you know they're men and they're they're never in touch with their emotions but then they'll they'll be out somewhere something's going to happen something's going to happen and i'm not saying they're going to cheat with this person but something somewhere someone is going to look at that man like he is oh my god like the most amazing man in the world. She's going to look at him and she's going to have that look on her face like you hung the fucking moon, didn't you? You are, your wife is the luckiest woman in the world. How fucking lucky is your wife? You know, you know what I'm saying? This woman who won't have a clue what she's doing to you is going to set off feelings inside of you. And like I said, I'm not saying you're going to go have an affair with this woman, but it's going to set off feelings with, within you that are going to make you realize what you actually are missing at home. You already knew that the sex was not good anymore. You, you already knew she only has sex with you because she feels she has to. You, 
You had accepted that, but you hadn't realized how badly you missed the human connection. You hadn't realized how badly you missed those eyes looking at you like you were amazing. And guess what, guys? You you miss it too. You enjoy that. It's not just women who are emotional creatures. Men just aren't in touch with it and don't like to admit that side of things. But it will happen for most men that are not being, uh, there's their, their emotions are not being met at home, even though they don't realize it, it will happen. And then your whole fucking world's going to come down on you because she has been left to fuck you once a month or once every two months or once a year. And you've been okay with it. You haven't pushed the issue. And now you think that after, you know, 10 years or 20 years, you're going to come in and say, I have to have, I have to have. Well, yeah, you can do that. You can. Absolutely, it's within your rights. But how do you think that's going to go over? I'll tell you how it's going to go over. She's going to tell you to piss off. It is what it is. We've been at this too long. And so in the end, the majority of guys are going to end up in a divorce situation anyway. It's just the way it is. Most guys end up being pretty damn human and can't take it. So what is the point of all of this that I'm talking about? Gosh, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is when this shit starts happening in your relationship, you need to address it immediately. The fear you have of the discussion It doesn't even amount to the pain you are going to create for yourself by by putting this off and living a lie. I promise you, I promise you where you will be 10, 20 years down the line by living a lie is just so, so beyond beyond whatever awkwardness or pain asking her the question in the first place would cause. When you are unhappy sexually, you need to say you are unhappy sexually. You entered into this relationship, whether it's uh, whatever kind of relationship, I don't care if you have a legal document or not. If you have a mutual agreement between you, that you are exclusive to each other and you are unhappy sexually. You have an obligation to talk about it. And so does your partner. And this is something that you need to talk about. If you have not had this discussion with each other yet, you need to just get your fucking ass out of your car, go home and talk to your partner tonight. And you need to say, honey says... That if we have not talked about open and honest conversation regarding our sexual needs, that we need to do it right now. And that's what you need to do. And you need to check in with each other and make sure you're sexually satisfied. And if you're not, you need to find out why and if this is something you can work on. And if your partner tells you to fuck off, well... I would say try a little more, but indeed, 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 fuck the fuck off. 
why would you do this to yourself? Everybody deserves a life that includes pleasure with another person or whatever that pleasure looks like to you. If you have come into a point in your life where you're not satisfied, you need to talk. And if you're if you're 20 years old and you're listening to this, geez, you know, check in with yourself. You need to figure out what your desires are, what it is that you are really attracted to in a person, in sex, what does it for you. And you need to make sure that you have conversations with somebody before you start your relationship or before you get really too deep into it. You need to make sure that you're each open to the other's desires. There is a whole world of people out there and there are all kinds of fetishes and all kinds of kinks, not illegal Guys, nothing illegal. I shouldn't have to say that, but, you know, there it is. Legal stuff. Stuff that is okay. All right? And there is somebody out there, probably many somebodies, who will fit perfectly with you. Please do not end up in a relationship with somebody who won't talk to you about your needs and their needs. There's no reason. You're listening to this podcast because you are an open-minded person. Sex does not scare you and you need to be with somebody who feels the same way. That's all I'm going to say. I just felt really, really compelled after my conversations that I just needed to say this again. This is probably a topic that I'm going to bring up every few months. It is so important. It's so important. I cannot say that enough. It's so important. And as I get older, as I explore relationships, I'm learning myself just how important it is. When you have a conversation with a partner about your sexual desires, his and hers, his and his, whoever, when you can sit and talk about these things, it is the most erotic, sexually charged conversation you're ever going to have. And and it's going to happen over and over and over again if you're able to have this conversation. This is, excuse me, this is the best foreplay the best foreplay that you can have. Don't get me wrong. There are, there's other great foreplays, okay? But I'm just saying, having a sexual conversation with your partner, whew, baby, don't miss out on that. Don't get yourself somebody who is so tight they can't talk about things. Don't miss out on this. This is one of the great parts of life. And it just, it makes waking up so sweet. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to stop. If you have any questions, please let me know. Again, these are just my opinions from my experiences and from people I talk to. Uh, You are absolutely 100% encouraged to write me, tell me you, you think differently or don't or ask questions. It's all good. I'm here and I will always answer you. Uh, I do have a link in my bio for my Patreon if you would like to um, join it. 
I did I did post the erotic bedtime story in full this week um, here on the podcast. I normally um, do not uh, post it here. Uh, I only post five minutes of it. And then you have to go to my Patreon to, to get the rest. But I decided to give you all a little gift. And I posted the whole thing. So I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I will talk to you in a couple days. Thanks a lot, guys. Mwah. Love you.